Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from New England Patriots kickout kicker tryouts. It's the Fourth and Inches <laughs> show with Jana and the Sherpa. Jana, how are you? It kind of blows my mind that the Patriots have gone through more kickers just this season than they have in the previous twenty-three years combined. It is pretty crazy. They're just they're waving kickers like I mean, like your fantasy football teams. They mean nothing. They're going in and out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna film invincible yeah. part two. We're gonna take a kicker yeah, from the Phil street. If you can pick up Robbie Gould uh, this week. Hey, why not? <laughs> or Mason Crosby. Are you excited about the fact that you could potentially start Eli Manning in your dynasty league this week and get points for it? Well, no, I can't because I cut him to pick up Duck Hodges a couple weeks ago. <laughs> well, Duck Hodges probably so better, might, but... <laughs> well, yeah, I love the matchup this week, but I might have to find somebody else to cut this week just to pick him up for old time's sake since Bring I'm uh, out of it. Yeah, I think I'm in the toilet bowl <laughs> section of my playoffs in oh, that no. particular league, but... Oh, yeah. It happens. It so, happens. You know, I've I got can, one team that... You, I've got one team that's like that too. It's just like that. Yeah, I got hit by injuries every single. There was nothing I could do. It was just I was doomed from the start. Oh, I have no <sighs> such excuse. It wasn't injuries. I just have a, I put together an awful team in that particular league. But uh, here I am I'm doing a show happen. with you. So, yes. Hey, we guide so. people to victory here. Sometimes we don't we always do. listen to our own advice. That's the problem. Well, sometimes I listen to my advice. Sometimes that's a problem. But usually not. <laughs> Oh, goodness. (laughs) Uh, We have an action-packed show for you tonight, as we do every week. We'll be here for a full hour with you until 10 p.m. Eastern time, giving you all the news and notes, injuries, uh, waiver wire pickups, daily fantasy picks, who to start, who to sit, and, of course, the always provocative game picks. Uh, If you want to find us all week long, because I'm sure an hour just isn't enough, I can't blame you for that, you can find us all over Social media, we're on Twitter at the number four THN Inches Show. We're at JKIM16 and Fantasy underscore Sherpa. I'm pretty sure you can figure out who's who. We're also on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. And as always, we're here every Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. And if you miss an episode and you just miss the sound of our voice, you can always find the archives everywhere you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, whatever floats your boat. We're out there. Um, the lovely thing is, no buys again this week. The bummer is we do have a few injuries, a couple of firings, and potential firings. <laughs> and, of course, we've got some quarterback controversies. Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's coming. It's coming. Just, I, I hope you enjoy your time with Jason Garrett as your, your coach next year. But you know what would be really I, funny? I thought it was, well, hopefully it'll be Ron Rivera and Jason Garrett. But I'm still <laughs> right. hoping that uh, – Maybe the Eagles will take sympathy on the Giants, and when they see the Giants starting uh, you know, Eli Manning this week, they'll start uh, Kyle Walletta, the former Giant, instead. Yeah, I think that would make for that more must-see TV. might make it a competitive TV. game. That it would could. be must-see TV could. for me. I thought that Eagles. it was uh, pretty interesting of Jerry Jones to go on the radio this week and say, yeah, I think Jason Garrett will be coaching somewhere in the NFL next year. Like, I, I don't know why we're playing this let's just not fire him in season thing. Like, this is stupid. Well, but, because he could still win out, and then all of a sudden, if he gets deep into the playoffs, you'd have a hard time firing him. Well, yeah, you personally we're stuck. wouldn't. But most I would not. Yeah. We all know I would not have a problem with <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you wouldn't. So what do you but think of the Thanksgiving the, Day debacle? Uh, unfortunately, um, it, it went Although about we as well as, so. as we thought it would. Uh, it's not great. Getting embarrassed on national TV is a bad time. It also doesn't help that I am a solo Cowboys fan amongst a very vocal family of Eagles fans. So that doesn't Yeah, but they have nothing to talk well. about after they lost to the Dolphins. No, no. And some That's of them were the, actually uh, at that game. Some of the people I'm related to oh. flew down from that mess. They're That's not awesome. happy humans. Terrible. Yeah, that's what Terrible. the uh, yeah, that's what RFL, you know, ROFL, LMFAO yeah. was invented <laughs> for, I think. <laughs> the acronym. They're currently not speaking to me because their life's a little worse than mine is currently. <laughs> and they're poor for it too, unless they got exactly. to go down there. No. They were on a beach. I got rained on in D.C. So, you know, maybe they maybe okay. they made out better. I don't know. To each their own. They got to see Mike Gesicki in person, so maybe that made them better. Right out there catching passes. I have them in purgatory. We'll talk about that later. But not on I have my don't right higher than you do then. Oh, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> um, but alert. I guess we should, before we get to our breaking Mike Gesicki, Start sit news, which will probably be in about 40 minutes. <laughs> we do have uh, some, like I said, uh, some people lost their jobs this week, namely Ron Rivera, old riverboat Ron, who uh, may end up being Cowboys coach next season at this rate. Uh, Panthers not afraid to fire someone. Would you like that or not? I'd be okay with it, actually. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I think he fits. I think he can manage Dak Prescott. He's your backup quarterback, then. Oh, God, I don't want that. If I have to take Cam Newton as part of a package deal, I'm out. I'm out on it. <laughs> anyone, anyone who's listened to the show for any point over the last 10 years knows I'm not on board with this. <laughs> I would take – if I were the Giants, I would take that if that were the package well, deal. Yeah. That would be fine. I just – I don't want to – I don't want to deal with the nonsense. Well, so Jerry we Jones is going to let Newton. Dak go and he'll fire Jason Garrett and bring in Ron Rivera and Cam Newton. How do you, how do you like that team? Um, I, I don't like it much, but, you know, if if Cam Newton actually plays, maybe we're okay. Maybe Kellen Moore can be a quarterback slash offensive coordinator. I mean, I'm, just I don't know. I'm really willing to work with it. Okay. <laughs> but it is worth noting Cam Newton is planning on having foot surgery for his lift frank fracture now. Uh, just in time for him to have potentially been eligible to come off IR. And uh, inexplicably, this mostly just seems that his feelings are hurt because Ron Rivera got fired. So now he's decided to have surgery for an injury he's had for 10 weeks. Timing's That's a little weird. a lousy reason to have Liz Frank surgery, though. It sure is. It's a bad one, but I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't make the news. I just report it. In better news, the Bengals have activated wide receiver John Ross off IR. He is going to play this week. There's a lot of articles out there about how he almost could have potentially died, the way his collarbone broken, and he's excited to be alive. I don't know how excited you are to be on the Bengals right now, but he's excited to be on the planet. We support that. I'm excited uh, to be Jaguars, alive and not on the Bengals. True, true. As am I. <laughs> the Jaguars, as as I predicted, have named one Gardner Minshew II the quarterback for the remainder of the season. How do you feel about that? I think apparently um, 
Apparently Nick Foles is only capable of quarterbacking one team, and that's the Eagles. And the only in the playoffs. Two, he's, eh, he, he, he can do okay in a pinch in the regular season. Yeah. But yeah the Eagles should just you know, sign him, cryogenically freeze him during the regular season. If they're fortunate enough to make the playoffs, they should arrange for some accident to happen to Carson Wentz and then uh, break open the Nick Foles He's going to get Nancy Kerrigan at the training center. Tanya Harding is going to come out of the wings with a pipe. Tanya Harding, yes. The Tanya Harding <laughs> treatment for uh, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Jeff Lulie will be in the news again. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they can make a nice movie out of it. Well, if they made so, a movie uh, Nick, out of Richard Jewell, they'll make one. They could make one out of Jeff Galuli. Yeah, there you go. He's available, and the price is probably right. Um, but it looks like Nick Foles is the fall man in Jacksonville. So Gardner Minshew, II, and his headbands are going to be quarterback in there. Uh, Devlin, old Duck Hodges, is going to stay the starter at quarterback in Pittsburgh. I think that's a good idea. How do you feel? I agree. Yeah, I'm I'm very much uh very much a fan of this. I like Devlin Hodges a lot. Um your boy in other quarterback news, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones is walking around in a walking boot with a quote mild high ankle sprain. So Eli Manning is very Looks likely going injury. to hear Yeah, yeah. Everybody's surgery him. Soon. Probably. Yeah. He's gonna wait ten to two weeks though. That seems to be the appropriate time to table. Should wait until right before uh <laughs> off season camp starts. Yeah, why not? Desperation signing Eli Manning. Eli doesn't want to move. He'll be available. Oh, the Cinderella story. I think that, I mean, obviously it looks like Eli's going to be a starter. I think that makes this game more interesting for me this week, but we'll get there in a little bit. Dalton. Oh, I can only hope. Maybe he'll show up with red hair, too. That would be something. Uh, (laughs) Vikings running back Dalvin Cook uh, left the game last week with what looked like a pretty serious injury. I thought he broke his collarbone the way he was holding his arm. They're calling it a shoulder-slash-chest injury. They're saying it's not serious. He avoided Gosh. a serious injury, and he's, he's planning to play this week. Um, so there's that. It didn't look good. Um, and other running back news, better running back news, Lions running back on Johnson returned to practice, uh, injured his knee pretty badly week seven, was put on IR. He's now eligible to return week 16 for that non-existent Detroit Lions playoff push. Not really sure the method of the madness here, but good on him. I like it. <laughs> In Pittsburgh, would uh, you uh, pick him Hodges, up for, for fantasy playoffs? I would not. But I would you. not. I would not. That, that, that Lions team is kind of a disaster right now. I, I, okay. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me why we're rushing him back, but, I mean, good good for him. Good for him as – you know, we'll get the Baker Mayfield a little bit, but maybe his mother didn't raise a wuss either. Uh, in Pittsburgh, James Conner still dealing with that shoulder injury, and Juju Smith-Schuster still dealing with the knee-slash-concussion, slash-head, shoulders, and toes. They're both very questionable. They're not practicing. It doesn't look great for them this week, but they're going to go down to game time on that. In Dallas, uh, they, running back Tony Pollard is going to be questionable. He's also the return guy, which didn't go great last week. Uh, he's questionable for the game tomorrow night against the Bears. On the Chicago side of the football, we're not entirely sure who's going to play tight end again. This is a fun game to play every week. Uh, officially, tight end Ben Brownecker is ruled out with a concussion, as well as wide receiver Taylor Gabriel. Mitchell Trubisky's targets are uh, dwindling, as you will. 
in Baltimore, wide receiver Seth Roberts is questionable. Uh, he was limited practice today with a knee injury. In Washington, wide receiver Trey Quinn didn't practice the concussion, as well as wide receiver Paul Richardson, who didn't practice with a hamstring injury. In Green Bay, the always always lovely Jimmy Graham not practicing on a Wednesday. Like clockwork, he's dealing with what they're calling calf and wrist injuries. Uh, but he's planning on playing this week, as it is wide receiver Ryan Grant, as long as he can get over the illness that he's uh, suffering from currently. He didn't practice as well. That flu bug has been going through the league at a pretty rapid pace. Uh, I think the Cowboys started that. stuff on them. But uh, Patriots. Yeah, allegedly sick. People aren't really sure if that's real or not, but we'll, we'll see. They just wanted more leg room, room for the planes. Are- yeah, flying guys on two different planes. Maybe we just have too much money to spend. I don't know. But now, did they the have meantime, a sick plane and a healthy plane, or did they just intersperse the people? Like they had, they had a sick uh, plane and a healthy plane. Have anybody who was, yeah, anybody who was sick or thinking they might be, not be feeling 100% got put on one plane. Everybody else went on the other. Is my understanding. I wonder if anybody volunteered for that first plane. <laughs> Guys, I think I'll go on this one. I maybe want to sit out this week. I'm I'm okay. I'm feeling strong. I got my flu shot. I'm going to risk it. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but I do know that Tom Brady is the on that plane. Yeah. yeah God. That's a, that's a whole other issue for a whole other show. I'm with you, though. Um, okay. In in Denver, their offensive line is pretty banged up, so it could be a long day for Drew Locke. Not sure entirely who's going to end up starting there, so keep an eye on that. Although, quite frankly, I hope you're not starting Drew Locke in any of your fantasy leagues right now. If you are, more you're power to you. You're not in the playoffs. I, if you are, you I don't know what the Denver heck else you're doing. This year. Please write us and let us know if, if you are. We need to Denver know your only league. <laughs> in Houston, wide receiver Will Fuller is questionable with a hamstring injury. Stop me if you've heard that one before. He's limited we'll to practice. It'll go down in the meantime. <laughs> San Francisco. Better news, Matt Breida, who's been dealing with that ankle injury and has missed a few games. Full participant in practice. Barring a setback, he is going to be uh, playing this week for the 49ers. What that means for Raheem Mostert, we'll talk about later. But uh, Matt Breida looks like he's going to be a go. George Kittle was limited to practice today with knee and ankle injuries, but he's going to play as well. This is a guy who broke his foot and then played two weeks later. So I think he's going to be fine getting on the field. The New Orleans defense is pretty beat up, but they are uh, maybe not playing the toughest matchup in the world this week, so they may be all right. Something to keep an eye on, though. In Cincinnati, A.J. Green still not playing football this week. I'd be shocked if we see him on a football field this season. There's really not a lot of incentive for him right now. Uh, Tyler Eifert also didn't practice in Cincinnati. It was just a rest day for him. In Cleveland, Baker Mayfield was limited to practice. He's dealing with rib and right hand injuries. He told the media today his mother didn't raise a wuss, so he will be playing this week. I'm inclined to believe him. Uh, if you're going to play against anybody, Cincinnati's a good place to do it. Odell Beckham Jr. was also limited with a groin injury and the fact that he hasn't caught a touchdown in, in a few weeks and he's a little cranky about it. So he was limited to practice today. In Carolina, uh, Riverboat Ron was not at practice because he's no longer employed. Neither was Cam Newton because he might have surgery. Also, wide receiver Craig Little didn't practice with an ankle injury, and tight end Greg Olson didn't practice with a concussion. If your name is Greg, it's a tough time to be a Carolina Panther. Uh, Greg Olson is hoping to clear concussion protocol and play this week. Greg Little a little more up in the air, but again, hopefully you're not starting Greg Little on your fantasy team right now. 
in Atlanta, Julio Jones is limited with that shoulder injury. He did practice some today, which is a good sign. He is still questionable going into this week. Calvin Ridley was limited with a toe injury, and tight end Austin Hooper was limited with a knee injury. He is also planning to play after missing some time. In Minnesota, the As the World Turns saga of Adam Thielen is uh, still out. We're not sure. He might play. He might not. Just like last week, it's going to go down to game time. Have a plan B. He's still dealing with a hamstring injury. He's still not practicing. He's missed the last three games. Um, They're also dealing with a couple of offensive and defensive line injuries, so things may not be as clean-looking as the Vikings would like them to to be this week, but we'll see how that goes. Again, they're playing the Lions, so hopefully uh, they're going to be okay. (laughs) In... uh, in New York, on the Jets side of town, uh, they're they're a little beat up. It looks like guys are going to play. A few guys in the concussion protocol, uh, particularly their defensive linemen. Uh, wide receiver Demarius Thomas was limited with a hamstring injury. <clears throat> and on the Dolphins side of the ball, they are looking a whole lot healthier. Um, really, nobody mispracticed. You had a couple of guys limited, but for the most part, they are healthy. That's a good sign for them, uh, as well as our Mike Gusecki sweepstakes, which we'll talk about in a little bit. The big question in Indianapolis is T.Y. Hilton. He did not play last week with that calf injury. Uh, he is still not practicing, unsure. He's trying to decide what's going to happen. This is going to go down to game time. Again, have a plan B. I have a team that has both T.Y. Hilton and Adam Thielen on it. Things aren't great there, but we're still in the playoffs because I have a plan B. Uh, running back Marlon Mack was limited with a hand injury today, as well as your favorite kicker, Adam Vinatieri, with a knee injury. Uh, but they look like they're all going to play. Wide receiver Paris Campbell still dealing with that hand injury, hand injury. He's on the injury report for practicing fully, so that's a great sign for this week, especially since it seems they may be out without T.Y. Hilton again. On the Tampa Bay side of things, and mostly their defense is what is slowed down with injury. Um, unfortunately, Jameis Winston's still turning the ball over, but he he's also dealing with a knee injury. He was a full participant in practice today, though, so he should play, barring, you know, his leg falling off. He should be fine this week. Uh, for the Chargers, despite the fact that they can't seem to find a way to win games, uh, wide receiver Mike Williams was limited to practice with a knee injury, but it looks like he's going to be fine coming into this week, again, barring a setback. The Jaguars, on the other hand, are a little bit more banged up. Wide receiver D.D. Westbrook uh, took a rest day today, so he'll be fine going into the week but didn't practice today. Their defense is still uh, still pretty beat up. It's not looking great on that side of the ball, so you have to wait and see who's actually going to play. Uh, and then in Kansas City, they've got a little bit more to worry about. Um, their running back situation is a little dicey there. It's probably good that they rested LaShawn McCoy a couple weeks ago because Damian Williams and Daryl Williams – Anybody named D. Williams did not play, did not practice today. Uh, Damian Williams dealing with a rib injury and Daryl with a hamstring injury. So not sure who's going to end up taking the field this week. Uh, but LaShawn McCoy becomes very interesting to me. Tyreek Hill is still on the ham, on the injury report with a hamstring injury, but he was a full participant, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Tom Brady's still popping up on the injury report with that elbow injury and the fact that his offensive line can't protect him anymore. He was a full participant at practice. He's going to play. Julian Edelman was limited with a shoulder injury. Mohamed Sanu with that ankle injury. Uh, but they both are on track to play as well this week. Just got to get open so you can get the football. 
like we talked about in Pittsburgh, they're pretty banged up. I would be surprised if Juju Smith-Schuster takes the field this week. He says he's feeling fine, but he doesn't want to push anything. So I don't think he's going to be on the field this week. James Conner is still pretty questionable. And Deontay, yeah, Deontay Johnson is sick as well. So he was limited to practice. Larry Fitzgerald didn't practice today for the Cardinals, um, but it was a rest day. So don't worry too much about that. And then in Tennessee, Derrick Henry is dealing with a hamstring injury. He played through it last week. He's limited at practice today, but it looks like he will be uh, okay to go this week against the Raiders. Something to keep an eye on, though, just in case. Again, their defense is also pretty banged up, as well as their wide receiver core. Corey Davis uh, was out today, as well as Adam Humphreys, who's dealing with an ankle injury. So keep an eye on those as well. Uh, Derek Carr could be without a couple of his offensive linemen this week. Um, so keep an eye on that. Josh Jacobs is still dealing with that shoulder injury. He's going to be on the injury report forever. Didn't practice on Wednesday, but again, that's nothing too unusual. Wide receiver Hunter Renfro is dealing with a rib injury, and he also didn't practice today for the Raiders. And then in Seattle, they are a little healthier, uh, but they are they're dealing with a few injuries. Monday Night Football, you know, didn't didn't play out quite the way they they wanted it to injury wise, but for the most part, it looks like they're going to be able to get. Mostly healthy by the time this, this game against the Rams plays this week. Um, but overall, the Rams are pretty healthy. So that that side of things is looking better. And then the biggest injuries, as we talked about for Monday night, is the fact that Danny Dimes is unlikely to play, and Eli Manning is going to be there in his place. So prepare, add drop accordingly. Oh, we made it. Nice job. <laughs> I thought of a new nickname for uh, George Kittle while you were doing that. (laughs) Well, will you enlighten us all? (laughs) Salvation Army. Oh, I like that. You know, I can get behind that. (laughs) Okay. So how are you feeling after all these injuries? Who do you want to replace people with? The waiver wire is a bit of slim pickings this week, but what are you thinking? Aside from Yeah, it is. Um, Well, Aside from Eli Manning, if we look at running backs, uh, Benny Snell has had a couple of nice uh, weeks filling in for James Conner, but still out there in a lot of leagues. So he's somebody I might look for. Uh, Alexander Madison, it sounds like Dalvin Cook is going to be okay, but uh, just in case, you might want to pick him up. Um, And then if you're really desperate, I would say Adrian Peterson or uh, Raheem Mostard, who's had a couple of good games in a row. But as you mentioned, Matt Breida back, and also they've got a tough matchup on the road against New Orleans this week. Yeah, not the easiest matchup in the world, but I'm I'm interested still in Raheem Mostert. I, I think that – I'm not entirely convinced Matt Breida is healthy, and I think that uh, he kind of played his way into still being a pretty big factor here. But, again, it's New Orleans at home. That's tough. Yeah, um, although New Orleans is really, really banged up, on, especially on defense, so – Let's see how that works yeah. out. But, uh, Not a lot of guys practicing today. <laughs> no. Um, wide receiver, a couple guys that surprised me. Uh, James Washington's had a few nice games for Pittsburgh mm-hmm. recently and seems to have some chemistry with uh, Devlin Hodges. So, you know, he's out there yeah. and Juju Smith-Schuster isn't there to take targets away and Deontay Johnson isn't healthy. So James Washington almost uh, wins by default there. Uh, Josh Gordon, ownership under... 50% in Yahoo leagues, which is a little surprising. Um, you might want to yeah. pick
pick him up. Just, you know, you probably don't need to start him, but, you know, put him on the bench if you have room and then hope you catch lightning in a bottle there. Uh, Darius Slayton yeah. still widely available. Uh, Cole Beasley, Danny Amendola, Zach Pascal, uh, Mr. Dropsy, Nelson Aguilar, and uh, Auden Tate are two <laughs> others that caught my caught my eye this week. Yeah, I'd say Zach Pascal is probably at the top of my list. I, I like him a lot this week. I like the matchup. Not Nelson Aguilar. No, no. In fact, he's on my void list. I'm sure you're shocked by this. <laughs> oh. You can pick him up and then avoid him. Can't avoid yeah, him if he's not team. That's true. And, you know, I don't want him to miss the memo that I'd like to avoid him. So you got to do it. Okay. you got to make a statement something. Okay. <laughs> uh, Quarterback-wise, actually some pretty uh, decent matchup plays this week. Or more, mm-hmm. hopefully, you only need these guys if you're in a two-quarterback league. Hopefully you have better options if you're only starting one quarterback. But uh, Sam Darnold with the Jets, Ryan Tannehill, who all of a sudden looks like uh, Brett Favre reincarnated with Tennessee. Jacoby Brissett, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Kyle Allen, and uh, I'll put Eli Manning's name on the list just because it's the last time in his career I'll probably be able to do that. So uh, that's my tip well, of the hat to him. player right against the Eagles. I think this might be a, a, a vindication game. I almost picked the Giants to win this game. I almost did it. No, I, I halfway didn't. talked myself into it. I did Just so you know. No. I mean, I I ultimately didn't, but we'll talk about it. We'll take take that number two (laughs) draft pick. Thank you. And take, uh, yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to screw that up, I hope. Even if we beat Washington in a couple weeks, I think uh, we still have the inside track on on, uh, the second pick. We'll see. Actually, no. If they pick, if they beat Washington, they'd have two wins against Washington this week. I'm not. Is it head-to-head or strength of schedule that's the first tiebreaker? I'm not sure. but uh, I think it's head-to-head. Anyway, I think. I hope so. It could be wrong. Well, or I, should, I know yeah, you I just want not, Chase, but... Chase Young in, in a Giants jersey come next season. Pretty much. Defense needs him badly. And if not him, then the offensive lineman with uh, Georgia would be a nice uh, consolation prize. But uh, work too. one of those two guys I better be a, a Giant next year or I'll be upset. I mean, I'll probably still We don't be want upset, that. But... <laughs> you're no. a fan. That's your default setting. No. They'll probably sign Nelson Aguilar to be their lead receiver oh, next year. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Take OJ, OJB's place. Yeah, that's exactly it. Don't toss him a baby. OBJ. Don't toss him a football. No. <laughs> toss him a salad. Oh, there you go. Good grief. Okay. All right, tight ends, um, Vance McDonald with Pittsburgh. Nice matchup this week, even though he hasn't been a real big part of the offense. O.J. Howard up and down, but again, he's more like Josh Gordon, the guy that you stash on your bench if you have room and then hope that maybe he catches fire last few weeks of the season. Somebody always does. Uh, No offense. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll I'll put Mike Gesicki on the list because I seem to put him on the list every week. Yes. uh, All in on this. Mike Gesicki forever. Defense-wise, uh, Chargers, Texans, Cowboys, Titans, and, yes, the Chiefs have uh, pretty nice yeah. matchups this week, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But if you're, uh, if you're playing uh, matchups with a defense, those are the ones I'd be looking at this week. Yeah. Huh. There's, some, there's some good defensive matchups this week, although 
I guess we'll um, get some scores in a little while. But a lot of tough games. Too, take a look at at least for me, they seem tough. But, it was, you know. yeah. I I'm with you there. I think we'll have some closer. There's no way we're agreeing on all 16 games this week. No chance. No I'll chance. Bet we don't and agree I really on thought hard about picking the Giants. We might. It's possible. No. I'm all looking right. at it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Thank okay. <laughs> all right. Let's start in then. Uh, your Cowboys, no rest for the weary. Uh, I, last couple seasons, they seem to have done this where they try to take teams that uh, played on Thanksgiving Day and also have them play the Thursday after, I guess, keep them on regular rest. Then. But uh, Cowboys and the Bears yeah. matching up on Thursday night, both uh, coming off Thanksgiving games. Uh, Chicago a little bit happier with the outcome of their Thanksgiving game than the Cowboys were with theirs. Um, but nonetheless, I think that was a fluke last week for Chicago. They were playing the Lions. Uh, Dallas, tougher matchup. I think they'll get their act together this week. I don't think it'll be pretty, but I think they'll eke out the win in Chicago. Say final score, Dallas 27, Chicago 24. I've got Dallas winning 27-17. So I also think it's a bounce-back game. I think that they even still a little banged up. I mean, like you said, still full week, still a regular schedule. The flu seems to have left the locker room. And this Bears Bears team looking a little rough. So Not as good. rough as Dallas is capable of looking, the Bears are worse right now. Although, if you look at Tom Brady's stats and, and Mitchell Trubisky's stats over the last few weeks, Mitchell Trubisky is a better statistical quarterback, which is terrifying. So well, he's had there, nicer there matchups. That. Yeah, that helps. Right. That that strength of schedule helps. Speaking of nice matchups, we've got uh, the Vikings hosting the Lions. Yes, the Lions have more rest, but they also have uh, you know, David Blau as their uh, quarterback, and I don't he think this is going to end like, well. I mean, with all that was no, working no, no, he, against him, he, he was very yeah. serviceable. He's also yeah, on he, he a He definitely acquitted himself team. well on Thanksgiving, but I, I just, you know, now there's actually film of him, and the Lions are just yeah, so banged yeah. up, you know, it's their more than just Big Ten interviews. It's very good. You know, defense when he was is worse. Yeah. And Minnesota, you know, they played Seattle tough. I mean, they didn't give up. You know, the third quarter when they got, you know, outscored 17 nothing, and all of a sudden they're behind 27-17. They still fought back and made a game of it. So, you know, kudos to them. It was a great and, game to watch. You know, yeah, it was a fun game to watch. And yeah. I, I just think, you know, Minnesota, they'll figure this out and maybe Detroit scores a little bit more than I think they will. But I think their defense, I can't see them stopping Minnesota. I'm going with the Kirk Cousins' 34 and the uh, David Blau's uh, 24. Okay. I, I'm actually less optimistic about the Lions from the way my score is. Um, I think Minnesota needs a little bit of a statement. I think they're at home. I think they're bouncing back. Um even even though I don't necessarily think Dalvin Cook is going to play a full complement of this game because I just don't think he's going to need to, uh, I think Minnesota wins very handily. I think they win 31-17, but Detroit's not as bad as the score would indicate. That's my hey, next answer. up we've <laughs> All right. I hope you're right. It pained me, though. I, so. I like the Vikings and usually root for them, but Monday night Seattle had to win for me to win a weekly pool, so... I guess it yeah, turned out okay for me, although I would have rather had Minnesota win. But anyway. Um, I like that Seattle. Fan, I, I like watching them. 
Yeah, they're they're a fun team to watch, and they're quite good too. I mean, mm-hmm. right now it seems to me that it's it's Seattle, it's New Orleans, it's you know San Francisco, maybe Green Bay, and I'll be really surprised if your uh, NFC Super Bowl representative isn't one of those four teams. And likewise, I think there are four teams in the AFC that uh, could be your Super Bowl representative. But I think realistically, it's it's down to eight teams in my mind that really have a chance to win it all, even though. Yeah. You know, there'll be 12 playoff teams. I think those eight are the only ones I would say have a realistic shot of winning at this point. So speaking of which, uh, one of them, which probably isn't on your list, but would be on my list, is the Houston Texans. They're uh, <laughs> coming off coming off an impressive win against the Patriots the other night. They've got another home game this week against the slightly less impressive uh, Denver Broncos. I think Maybe there'll be a little bit of a letdown for them, but I just think they're, you know, too good for Denver. And maybe Denver's defense manages to keep the game somewhat close, but I'm going with the final score, Houston 27, Denver 21. I I want this Denver team to be better than they are. I I want things to be better for them. Um, I just don't think this is the week. Uh, I've got Houston winning 24-16. Even with a banged up uh, offensive line, I I just it's gonna be tough for Drew Lock. It's gonna be real tough. So I, I think yeah. Houston continues their winning ways. Okay, next we've got uh, Indianapolis on the road at Tampa Bay. Indianapolis has been up and down this season. Uh, currently more down than up. I think Tampa Bay, you know, even though you know, Jameis Winston has repetitive turnover syndrome, they uh, still seem to manage yeah. to watch out. keep this themselves contagious. in games and even win a few. And I think this yeah. will be a high-scoring game, but I'm actually going to go with uh, Indianapolis to um, hold on here. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Indianapolis 31, Tampa Bay 27 in a pretty high-scoring game. Not sure who Jacoby Brissett's going to throw to if T.Y. Hilton can't play. Maybe Zach, Zach Pascal, Pascal forever. gets 30 it. targets in this game, but uh, – between I'm Zach okay Pascal and uh, Jack Doyle, I think I think you could yeah. too. Even if they're quadruple teaming one, the other will be wide open. So I'm going to go with yeah. Indianapolis to win this 31-27. I have Indy winning 31-21. So uh, I I agree. I think Indy just with or without Ty Hilton, uh, I would very much like to see Ty Hilton on the field. I would have loved to see what this team would have looked like if T.Y. Hilton was healthy the whole season, and so it should Kobe Brissett, because I thought they really could have been electric, but they just get bit by that injury bug, and you can't can't help that. So I think Jameis Winston's turnover problem is going to be their kryptonite this week. As it is most weeks. This is very true. And you can get benched in Tampa Bay for throwing bad blocks. They will put you on the bench. So if T.Y. Hilton wins Player of the Game Awards, is that called Hilton Honors then? I hope so. I hope he's getting double points. Okay. I hope he Stay gets, too nice. And a lot of fantasy owners <laughs> would love to get double points if he did well. Uh, yeah, next that up, would we've be got great. San Francisco. We've got San Francisco traveling. All right, I'll, I'll book you a reservation while you do DFS. Um, okay, San Francisco on the road at uh, New Orleans, second tough uh, road matchup in a row for San Francisco. Um, they, I thought they acquitted themselves pretty well in Baltimore, lousy weather, but they stayed in the game. Their defense kept them in it. They managed to keep Lamar Jackson in check, at least from a throwing standpoint. 
Uh, given how mm-hmm. banged up New Orleans is on defense, I'm actually going to, you know, I know we're going to disagree. This will be our first disagreement of the week, but I'm going to pick San Francisco to win this game uh, on the road. Crazy. And I'll pick them. Don't, you, just, you don't? You're just a hater. So I'm going to say San Francisco. I, I'm 100% openly a Jimmy Garoppolo San Francisco 49ers hater. I, I, don't, I don't hide that, but you don't pick against Drew Brees at home. You just don't do it. It's not smart. Uh, so just, they're the so injured I'm not, right now, I can't see it. So I'm not entirely sure who's going to play defense for the New Orleans Saints this week. It, it could be me. It could be you. It could be an XFL team. No, it can't I'm not be entirely me. sure. But I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is very good at turning the ball over. I think Drew Brees is phenomenal at home. And I think that means New Orleans wins 27-23. That's what I think. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> They're going to win I think the we'll Super Bowl. The next still one. going to say, I hate them. They suck. Probably. This is true. I just All wanted right. to be known that a few years ago, I did predict that Harbaugh Super Bowl, I was not a total San Francisco hater. I love the Joe Montana days. I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. I can't get on board with this. So really, it's more All Jimmy right. Garoppolo thing. That's, that's really what it is. You know, one day, one week he's dating porn stars, and next week he wants to date a married woman, Aaron Andrews. Yeah, I, I don't know what's yeah. up with him with that, but uh, I, I still think, think he's a serviceable quarterback for a good team, possibly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think he's elite the way everyone wants us to, to believe. Well, he's paid as an elite. I, I agree with you. He's kind of a middling quarterback. You know, some weeks he's really good. Most weeks he's meh to worse, but... The, yes. the talent is there, but the consistency isn't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we could have a whole show on what I don't like about Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. <laughs> Just, Maybe we will. I don't want to be part of that show, but. So. <laughs> Next up, we've got. Oh, uh, yeah, let me know when you're doing that show, and I'll be. Uh, I'll be busy uh, on the sick plane or something, but. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, you're, you're taking plane one anyway. <laughs> That's right. I'll ask to be in the press corps for the sixth plane. Air Force Sherpa, bring the flu line. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. Next up, we've got uh, Washington traveling to Green Bay. Washington is a Giants fan. Oof. would love to see them continue their winning ways, but realistically, I just don't see it uh, going up against Aaron Rodgers and you know, a pretty decent Green Bay team in December. I'm going to go with the uh, Green Bay to win this at home. I'll say the uh, State Farm in the air and Rogers is 30 and the, uh, I don't know what Dwayne Haskins the is. The selfie taking Dwayne 17. Haskins. <laughs> I, I think even if Aaron Rodgers were to get knocked out of this game, I think Green Bay still wins. I have them winning 33-20. Um, Dwayne Haskins is saying, I don't plan to outduel Aaron Rodgers, which is great because you can't, not behind that offensive line. Um, but I think I think they're going to try to still make the run game work. But when you're playing from behind the whole game, I just I don't know how you're going to force that. We'll see. Yeah, they could eat, they could milk the clock when they're losing by 20 points. It wouldn't be the craziest thing we've seen out of Washington. Not by well, long. Speaking time. of crazy things, that <laughs> that Miami play against the Eagles, the one where they lined up just kicker you know, to punter, snapper. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that looked like a bad Fantastic. version of that play that the Colts tried to run, you know, with Ryan, with, uh, yes. you know, Griff Whalen against the Patriots years ago. But uh, mm-hmm. this one actually had a pretty uh, decent outcome. And, you know, 
they they won by like awesome. six points or seven points. Yeah. So that's I a mean, if you're an Eagles fan, that was horrible. Right there. But I like I love seeing weird stuff like that happen. They should have called that play the I Miami mean, special. So that I saw someone call it the Miami Flipper. I think I enjoyed oh, that. But, yeah, I mean, we saw onside kicks getting recovered multiple times in a game. We saw punters and kickers scoring touchdowns. What a time to be alive. Being a football fan is great. Yes, it is. Yeah. It was a good week. There's always Aside something from, going you know, on that you haven't. All bad. We, the <laughs> one thing we haven't seen much of lately is Nick, and Sue kicking extra points and field goals and also, you know. I do miss um, that. I miss that a lot. I like the Doug Flutie drop kick as well. I would like to bring both of those Defensive linemen back. lining up in the backfield. I miss that. Maybe we'll have yeah, some of that. Yeah, we don't do enough of that. In. No. Yeah, I would like All to right. see that. One team that won't be doing that this week is the Cincinnati Bengals because they won't be near enough the goal line to do that. Um, they are on yeah. the road against uh, Cleveland, the Battle of Ohio. Uh, long gone are the days where the Bengals actually dominated this uh, rivalry under uh, Sam White, but uh, uh, this week I think Cleveland will uh, return to their winning ways. I think they'll win this pretty easily. I'll say final score, uh, Cleveland uh, 31, uh, Cincinnati 17. I've got Cleveland winning this 24-14. I think Andy Dalton peaked last week. I think Baker Mayfield's mama didn't raise a wuss, and he's going to play football, and I don't think this is going to be even close to the prettiest football game we could see this weekend. I just realized that I totally skipped over the player recommendations and went straight to the game prediction. Well, I figured so we were going to go back probably to it. hustle this along we so that there. we actually get to the player predictions, um, we'll, unless we'll you want to just right. stop and shift gears <laughs> in the middle. No, let's, let's just keep rolling. <laughs> okay. Um, Miami on the road against the Jets. Uh, Miami looking like world beaters all of a sudden. I think that this game is a toss-up in spite of how badly the Jets played against the Bengals last week. I'll go here with the final score of Jets 31, Miami 28, just because they're on the road, and I'll bet you whatever you want that you're picking Miami in this game. 100% picking Miami. Ryan, T- Ryan Fitzpatrick's beard is full of secrets. I love it. I had them winning 30-21. to 21. I want to see more punter to kicker touchdowns. I'm all in. Mike Gusecki forever. All right. Um, next up, we've got uh, Carolina at Atlanta. And... I, I don't know. I mean, Atlanta, there's they this managed game to make is just the, the football but, equivalent of a shrug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you do with this game? Neither one of these teams is in the post going to be in the postseason. So playing for pride, as no. they say, or for draft picks, uh, I'll go with Carolina yeah. to win just because I, I think they still have some decent players on offense. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Exhibit A there. I'll go with the Carolina 30, Atlanta 24. I have uh, Carolina also winning this, 24-20. I'm adamant in my not picking the Falcons win another game this season prediction from 10 weeks ago. I'm still all in on that. And I think Christian McCaffrey is really the difference maker. That's it, plain and simple. Plus, I, weirdly is, enough, coaches, when, when you fire a coach, like things always seem to happen. Like everyone wakes up like, oh, yeah, let's play football today. Giants should just have a coach of the week then and see if that works. Not the worst idea. Okay. Um, Next up, we have one of the most interesting games of the week, and again, it involves Baltimore. Uh, This week, they're on the road at Buffalo. 
fresh off their uh, demolition of the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Eve, um, Thanksgiving night. I'm going to go with Buffalo here just because they're at home. I think, you know, they show they're a pretty decent team. I think at home that'll be the difference. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but uh, probably not much better than what Baltimore played in last weekend. I'll go with uh, Buffalo 27, Baltimore 24. Wow, okay. I'm thinking Baltimore to win 34-21. So I think we see this game pretty differently. (laughs) I think this Baltimore team is much better. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. You just don't respect Josh Allen enough. Oh, I respect Josh Allen, but I respect Lamar Jackson a whole heck of a lot more. I'm just saying. Well, apparently you don't respect Buffalo's defense as much as I do, even after they put a hurting on the Cowboys. No. I think that was more the Cowboys than Buffalo. All right. Uh, next up, we've got the Chargers <laughs> at Jacksonville. Uh, the less said about this game, the better. Again, two non-playoff contending teams. I'll say Chargers 28, Jacksonville 24. I've got Jacksonville winning 24-17. Gardner Minshew is going to guide them to some victory here. I'm all in. Okay. Uh, next up, Kansas City at <laughs> New England. Another interesting game. Kansas City's defense seems to have woken up uh, New England's uh, offense seems to have gone to sleep. I think the combination of those two leads to a Kansas City victory in a relatively high-scoring game. I'll say Kansas City 31, New England 24. I have uh, Kansas City also winning this game 27-24. I've got uh, I, I think Tom Brady just you can't just dump the ball off Julian Edelman forever. I think defenses pick up on that. So uh, I think I think New England's going to be reeling a little bit after this week. Next up, uh, Pittsburgh at Arizona rematch of the Super Bowl from about uh, you know 11 or 12 years ago. Uh, I don't think we'll see James Harrison doing any uh, 99-yard fumble recoveries at the end of the first half, but uh, nonetheless, I think the outcome will be similar. It would be, and they could have Santonio Holmes come back too. But um, San Antonio, San Antonio (laughs) Holmes, yes. So. I'm going to go with, uh, I think the outcome will be the same. I think the Steelers in their white jerseys beat the Cardinals in their red jerseys. Final score, Pittsburgh 34, Arizona 24. I got Pittsburgh winning 24-21. I think it's a little closer just because the Steelers are, are pretty banged up, not necessarily because Arizona's defense is really slowing anybody down. They give up more offensive yards than anybody else. Um, so good on them. Unfortunately, I like to pick Arizona. I just can't do it this week. Next up, uh, Tennessee at Oakland's. Two teams heading in opposite uh, directions. I'll go with Tennessee to continue Oakland's skid. Tennessee 27, the Ryan Tannehill's 27, Derek Carr's 24. <laughs> I've got Tennessee winning 27-20. Uh, I think I think Ryan Tannehill's on fire. I love this Titans team. I'm excited. Okay, uh, next up, uh, another interesting game, the Sunday night game. Rams hosting... Seattle, do you think the Rams have turned the corner? We'll find out this week. I say they have, and I'll pick them to win this game at home in a bounce back. I'll say Rams 31, Seattle 28 as the Rams keep their uh, swing playoff hopes alive. Uh, I've got Seattle winning this 31-24. I, I don't think the Rams have turned the corner. I think the Seattle team is very, very good. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah the, the, I would like to see that game. That that should be one of the 
better ones of the weekend. That and the Baltimore Buffalo game, probably the two I would be most interested in. Um, Monday night game, not so much. Uh, Eagles hosting the Giants, uh, Eli Manning. Who knows? Maybe he gets uh, two more starts against the Eagles if uh, Daniel Jones is really out for the season. But uh, there's no no need to risk him at this point. But uh, Eli, uh, be nice if he went out in the you know covered in glory. I don't see it. I say Philadelphia doubles up on the Giants as they uh, continue the, the chase. Chase. I'll say uh, Philadelphia 34, Giants 17. I have the Eagles winning 34, or I'm sorry, 31 23. I, I did really try to find a way to pick Eli Manning because I think there's a chance no. I wouldn't be surprised if he finds a way. I'm just telling you, it's possible. But possible, but take a look probable. at uh, I think it's less improbable than you do. But do you want to take a look okay. at some player rankings? Sure. Um, since I left us almost no time to do that, and it's a playoff week, I'll. That's uh, okay. I'll put my, my fast-talking voice on uh, running backs. Uh, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, one. Dalvin Cook, two. Nick Chubb, three. Aaron Jones, four. Todd Gurley, Derrick Henry, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, James Conner, Benny Snell, whoever starts. Carlos Hyde, honorable mentions, Ezekiel Elliott, Jonathan Williams, and Raheem Mostart. Okay. I've Who's got Christian McCaffrey start. decidedly at the top of my list. Uh, I've got Derrick Henry at two. Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, and Alvin Kamara at my top five. Uh, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Le'Veon Bell, and Aaron Jones running out my top ten. Okay, Saquon Barkley headlines my avoid list. Alvin Boo. Kamara, Josh Jacobs, Leonard Fournette, Sony Michelle, David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis, and Mark Ingram. I've got James Conner at the top of my avoid list. I don't care if he plays or not. I don't want to start him. I don't trust him in the game. Uh, Damian Williams, as well as both Garborough, Naheem Hines, Patrick Laird, Royce Freeman, Jalen Samuels, Peyton Barber, Latavius Murray, and Rex Burkhead. Okay. How about uh, wide receivers? Who do you like? Uh, Michael Thomas, definitely at the top of my list. Devontae Adams, a close second. Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, and DJ Moore in my top five. Uh, at six, I've got DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, and Cortland Sutton. Uh, we agree on four at ten. I've got DeAndre Hopkins mm. at the top of my list. Odell Beckham Jr. rubs salt in the wounds. Why don't you? Uh, I think he's going <laughs> to have a good game this week. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, T.Y. Hilton, if he's healthy enough. Uh, James Washington, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, and now Sean Jeffrey. Rounding out my top ten, honorable mentions to Jarvis Landry, Robbie Anderson, and Keenan Allen. Okay. All right. Will Fuller, uh, V, at the top of my avoid list, as well as Darius Slayton. I'm worried about his chemistry with Eli Manning. I'd like him a lot better if Danny Dimes is playing this week. Debo Samuel, Juju Smith-Schuster, Anthony Miller, D.D. Westbrook, Nelson Aguilar, Golden Tate, Auden Tate, and Mike Williams all on my avoid list. Both the Tates are on my list, too. Julian Edelman, Larry Tates. Fitzgerald, Cortland Sutton, <laughs> Julio Jones, Tyrell Williams, Golden Tate, Marquise Brown, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Terry McLaurin, and then honorable dis- or dishonorable mentions to uh, Auden Tate, <laughs> DJ Chark, and Chris Conley. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I think DJ Chark will have a much better game than you do, but we'll see how it goes. Well, uh, we'll have a better quarterback, game than I will, but... 
<laughs> Who you like this week at quarterback? Probably this thing, even for Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins at the top of my list this week, just because I think, Ooh, okay. as we said before, that Minnesota is going to romp over the Lions. So Kirk Cousins won. Uh, the newly minted uh, Steelers starting quarterback, Devlin Hodges, checking in at number two for me this week. Patrick Mahomes, like Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Jacoby Brissett, Dak Prescott, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Baker Mayfield rounding out my top 10. Honorable mentions, Sam Darnold, Kyle Allen, Russell Wilson, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. You woke up feeling dangerous today, and I like it. Uh, I have Lamar Jackson at the top of my list, followed by Russell Wilson. I'm not scared by that Rams matchup. Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Aaron Rodgers rounding out my top five. Uh, at six, I've got Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, and Dak Prescott. There's my top ten. I didn't hear Eli Manning's name mentioned. I know. He's in purgatory. He's not uh, on the avoid list. He's on my <laughs> avoid list. Uh, top of my avoid Allen list is Lamar Jackson. With Jacoby Brissett. Top Lamar of my avoid list oh. is Lamar Jackson, Eli Manning, Kyler someone, Murray, Matt Ryan. Someone put you through a table in Buffalo this week. True luck. <laughs> no, but I just – think they're a better team than uh, you're giving them credit for and uh, and just we'll see Uh, Gardner Minshew II and Tom Brady rounding out my uh, void list all right Uh, I've got Jameis Winston on the top of mine Tom Brady as well Kyler Murray Sam Darnold and his ghosts Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick Jimmy Garoppolo Andy Dalton Drew Locke David Blau Dwayne Haskins et al (laughs) Okay. Um, tight ends, who do you like? George Kittle at the top of my list. I, I don't care how many broken bones Salvation and Army Kittle. he's got. Uh, yes, yes. Salvation Army Kettle is uh, solidly at the top of the list, followed by Travis Kelsey, Hunter Henry, Darren Waller, and Zach Ertz rounding at the top five. I think he bounces back a little bit this week. Uh, at six, I have Mark Andrews, Austin Hooper, who looks like he's on track to play. As long as he does, I'm happy starting him. Same thing with Evan Ingram at eight. Jack Doyle and Jared Cook running out my top 10. Okay, prepare yourself. It's coming. Greg Olson at the top <laughs> of my list. Travis Kelsey, two. Zach Ertz, three. Kyle Rudolph, four. Ryan Griffin, five. Jack Doyle, six. Salvation Army Kittle, seven. Hunter Henry, eight. <laughs> Mike Gesicki checking in at number nine for me this week. Woo! Look at this. That's McDonald's. What a 10. time to be alive. And honorable mention to Jimmy Graham and David Njoku. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'm liking this. Mike Gesicki is in my purgatory this week, unfortunately. I like the matchup, but I yeah, like, I like him more better. than you do. Uh, You're the president of his fan club. I am. I am. I'm all in. But here we are. I don't actually no, have not full 10 on my, on my avoid list. I think we're only at seven or eight this week. I got, I got a lot on of guys that I'm list? okay on with. Yeah. yeah uh, Vance McDonald, Jacob Hollister, Noah Font, Ryan Griffin, Jason Witten, Gerald Everett, and Kyle Rudolph. Okay. My avoid list consists of Evan Ingram, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, Jared Cook, Noah Fant, uh, Tyler Eifert, and the gratuitous mention of Jeremy Sprinkle. Such a good name. Probably terrible being a dude in a tough sport, but it's so good. Uh, and I'm sure he'd beat me to a pulp if he saw me, but he never will. Yeah, we're going to make sure of that. <laughs> yes. 
I'll have to sprinkle oh, some survivor. invisible dust on myself. <laughs> if I see him coming. Oh god. We could do this all day. All right. Did you did you bring yeah, tears to the defensive really. rankings this week? I'm sorry. I I'm did sorry. I did bring some tears. Um Tears for top tier has Just Green tears. Bay, Cincinnati, Philadelphia in it. Next tier has Houston by itself. And the tier after that has uh, San Francisco, Minnesota, Carolina, Buffalo, Chargers, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and Tennessee. Just pick one and you'll be fine. I'm intrigued by the solo tier for Houston. That's a new one. Um, yeah. I've got the, the Vikings at the top of my list. I'm sure that's very surprising. Saw the Steelers, Packers, Browns, Eagles, Colts, Panthers, Cowboys, Texans, and the Jets. Fair amount of uh, overlap there. That's nice. Uh, yeah, there's some. My avoid there's some. defenses to avoid list, uh, the Lions at the top. Actually, I have tiers for that, too. You want me to tier them for you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Detroit, Arizona, and the Giants are in a league of their own. Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, <laughs> Miami, New England, and Seattle. And then a, a sub-tier of that is uh, Washington and Atlanta. So I've got sub-tiers um, now, God, too. i, I got to say, I really like the tier system. I guess this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, okay. Mine's just straight up. No tiers. Although More so than tiers the some of these players. players. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The tiers might have taken it for me. I think it's overtaken it. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> I've got the Cardinals at the top of my void list, as well as the Saints, Falcons, Buccaneers, Chargers, 49ers, Chiefs, Dolphins, Titans, and the Bengals. Bungles, whatever you'd like to call them. So we've managed to make it through the show. I've got a couple of DFS picks for you this week. There are some good values out there. So make some money. Uh, If you're looking for stacks, there are some very interesting Jaguars, uh, Dolphins, and uh, Titans picks that I think could be good. At quarterback, if you're looking for value, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, II, all good bang for your buck. At running back, James White, (laughs) no Eli, unfortunately. Uh, James White, Darius Geis, Raheem Morse, and Jamal Williams checking in at running back. At wide receiver, Debo Samuel, Christian Kirk, Robbie Anderson, and Mike Williams. Sure, I told you to avoid some of them, but bang for bucks. Fantasy, uh, daily fantasy picks, it's okay. At tight end, O.J. Howard, Jacob Hollister, and Mike Kosecki checking in again. And for your defenses, Kansas City and Tampa Bay are your two best value picks there. So that brings us to the end of our show for tonight. If you have, uh, of course, Drew Locke starting on your team and you want to tell us how you're still in the playoffs, please, please reach out. But other than that, if you have questions, you want to talk football, sports realizing in general. that you forgot to thaw your turkey and calling in to the turkey hotline <laughs> and wondering what you should do to – Make things right. Yes. All, yeah, that's what we're here for. Find us all over social media. We're on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page on Twitter at the number four THN into show at fantasy underscore Sherpa and JKIM6. We'll be here next Wednesday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern time with all of the news and notes you need to win. Of course, good luck this week, unless, of course, you're playing us. Thanks so much for listening, guys. <laughs>